0: Spin the, the fella in the grain on my short The fella in the grain on my short Keep the good man on the bench
1: Welcome to the Big Kickoff League of Ireland podcast and myself Roy Shanahan, Nathan Doyle, and from Dundalk FM, we're today joined by Arla Crilly. Arla, welcome onto the big kickoff.
0: Come on, the 10.
1: Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. It's trouble. This is trouble, isn't it? That's what I was saying.
2: Always. I was like, just to get a Pats fan and a real Dundalk fan on here, we had to give it a bit of time, didn't we? We couldn't, have, you
0: couldn't have done this I the set. first time on the show. I, I, I had a wee present for Nathan especially. So here you go, Nathan. There's the tissues that you can stop crying <laughs> about. Uh, losing Stevie on now. It's good for tears, but it's also probably useful for other things. Who knows?
1: yeah
2: if if i've gone past the watershed so we can walk
1: out them jokes as well well if you've listened if you've listened to nate and orla there there has been plenty of tears and plenty of bitterness so you're you're not far off the mark there (laughs) (laughs) it must be the whole lot of them so let's talk about dundalk because orla what have you seen in Dundalk this year that wasn't in the team from last year? Of course, there's players. We know there's players that have moved on, but just the dynamics of the team.
0: I mean, first of all, I suppose a little bit of passion. And I mean, I think you kind of have to talk about the club in the whole context and not maybe just about the team, because I think that's where it all starts from. Um and we've seen the link back to the fan base again. We've seen the links coming back to community, which was really kind of lost over the last couple of years, you know. And, you know, it, it was hard. It was hard being at a dog fan the last couple of years. But having that back now, it's just a joy. It just permeates everything. It permeates the club. It permeates the team, the dressing room. It permeates the town. You know, when you've got that, you're kind of, you're loving life and you're you're loving your footy again.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Nathan. We've you've said it uh, bitterly enough for a long time, but they've brought in decent players again, uh, and they've brought in a good manager who has hasn't done anything too mad up there, but has just organised them.
2: In fairness, I was a fan of the old town until about January time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'll just echo what Ola said as well. Uh, <laughs> well i try and co that behaviour now. I'll apologize. Uh, all I apologise. What Ola were saying. But even on Dundalk to get the supporter group in, it's, that was relatively new as well, Ola, wasn't it? To get a the supporter group into Dundalk officially. Like It's it's crazy to think that that wasn't there for so long. Did they be able to link up with the relationships within the town itself, which is so important. But yeah, in fairness to Stevie, um, his recruitment this season, it, you know, the off the field stuff has been more important. But on field, he, he's been so impressive. Um, getting Robbie Benson in, it was really great. I'm sure to see him back in Oriole Park, smashing player. This guy, the, the right back, i uh, have been such a fan of him this season. Probably one of the most underrated players this season that hasn't really got much of the love that that he deserved. Nathan Shepherd and Goal has been a revelation as well. That's that's an area that was was absolute disaster last se- season. And, and, the one before, I mean, and since Gary Rogers left, to be honest, it was yeah. a, a massive hole within the team itself. So, yeah, recruitment has been really important, but I, I do agree with all it. It's the behind-the-scenes aspect that, that's been tenfold. You can already see the improvement from the outside looking in. So, it's, it's great to hear that. It, it's the same, you know, uh, within the town itself and within the club.
1: And Orly, you look at the league table, it's it's probably surprising nearly to see them where they are. I know there's 10 points in the difference, but they've got two games in hand. And obviously, they're not worth their salt unless they get the points. But it's a really healthy position. Is there is there any talk of putting the challenge to Shamrock Rovers? Because there is people down here who are kind of giving Shamrock Rovers the league. But it's far from over, isn't it?
0: You must be looking at my notes page because that was <laughs> my first line. Second position, surprised. You know, if he went back to the start of the season and I had, had it thought you'd be in this position, you would have, you know, you you definitely would have been surprised. And every, when you get a new manager in, everyone always talks about, you know, the oh, that first year, all the players are going to be bedding in, you know, don't expect much and, you know, don't get too excited too quickly. But, I mean, he's having a phenomenal season. And if you go back to Stephen Kenny, Stephen Kenny kind of got runner up in the in the league in his first season there. I said it to Stephen O'Donnell there a few weeks ago. I said, you know, you could be you're you're on on par to um to echo what Stephen Kenny had done and um and maybe surpass it. I mean, yeah, two games in hand, but you know. Um, yeah, the points aren't on the board, but you, you feel confident, you know, that they that they might get it. I think this the second half of the season is going to be so interesting to see what happens. I think we're going from strength to strength. I mean, Rovers have lost four games this season; we've only mm-hmm. lost two. Yeah. You know, so the stats are there as well. Um, yeah, I just think I think we're going from we're we're, we're getting stronger as a, as a season goes in and you know to think that we're still bedding in is this if this what bedding in looks like you know that's one hand of the trophy talk
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you did he's lost some vital players in the off season as well now this is going to sound like a bit of a backhand accomplishment and it genuinely is not but we're not having European football on the cards this season going forward we know with the likes of Shamrock Rovers and Derry City having it do you think that will like come into the title race itself
0: yeah, I mean, you'd be silly to completely discount it. Um, it definitely, it's going to be a factor. Extra games, fresher legs. You, you know, for us, I, I think, you know, you know, people have have always said it to Dundalk. You know that when we're away off galavatan and our many, many travels. Um. <laughs> you know and we had some very long runs right up till December yeah. and that you know and I don't think it impacted us that season but I think it impacted us the following season where we were didn't have didn't have such a rest and that um yeah and I'm just looking at there today I mean they can't even fly out of Dublin the they have to go down to fly out of Shannon because they can't get the flights as well and they're yeah. overpriced and out uh, of all the times that I, you know, I could be missing European football. I'm really glad it's this year. The bloody airport's a nightmare, <laughs> and I was like really sad. I was like, oh, I really enjoy the European trips, but uh, I'm kind of, in one sense, I'm looking going. Oh well, you know, he's next year, lads. <laughs>
2: well, I'm going away myself to either the back arse of Moldova or the back of Slovenia, and I'm looking forward to it and all, but I'm also just stressed out in my head because I like, only have going to have like a week's notice of where we're going and. Yeah. No. I, 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 yeah, you need, You kind
0: of need to be read. You can't kind of have need to have a very accommodating family or babysitters around you, like me. That's it. That's it. When, <laughs> the when go, yeah, you don't get a lot of time, you know.
1: No, when you look back at the last couple of seasons, Arla, how did it was a roller coaster of a ride, really, wasn't it? An emotional roller coaster. How how when you look back at it, how do you look back at it?
0: um in my rear view mirror and fastly accelerating away from it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it was it was a disaster. It was horrible. You just I mean since Stephen Kenny. I know we had a good season after Stephen left, but um I mean I cried for three days when Stephen Kenny left. And if uh <laughs> Stevie O'Donnell keeps going the way he's going, I don't want to be crying over <laughs> another manager. I'll be I'll be sharing your pain. Um we really
2: um, only lost <laughs> both um, Yeah, it was it really hard. It was real oh, I know
0: how bad it is. <laughs> you won't be sorry, you'll be laughing, you'll be turning the night. <laughs> <out. laughs> Um, yeah, there was a real disconnect between between the club and everything. It was hard. I mean, you covered COVID, you weren't at the games. I Because of the radio, I, I was able to get into a couple, maybe the fans didn't, but not too many. Um, and then even when you get back, you're only, you know, 20% 30% um, of the people there so it took a really long time and maybe it was good COVID happened at the same time I'm very good I'm very good at finding the silver lining as <laughs> you can see um, that we weren't up there because it just felt maybe less that it was a bit more surreal that you weren't in the grounds because if you had been up there watching those games Jesus, I think the fans would have been absolutely going mental. You know, you can you can be sitting on your own telly and go mental <laughs> a little bit and then you kind of forget about it and walk away. But if you imagine walking out of Oriel and chatting to people go down the street, I think, I think, you know, maybe it was a blessing that we weren't up there watching that kind of... And it was just hard to watch. It was hard to be at such a pinnacle of League of Ireland football and doing so well and to see things fall apart so badly so quickly. You know? Yeah.
1: and what about actually? The,
0: what, um,
1: go ahead. What was the, um, about the plan that they had in place, where they seemed to want to buy players from outside of the country? They were trying to obviously progress more in Europa League. And it well, totally back Just put that down to
0: notions, nice. notions of people who didn't know, know what they were bloody at. It's ridiculous. Um, I love, I love when a player comes into League of Ireland and his first game and his first tackle. I, I won't watch anything else. I'll be just there. Get, look, gulking <laughs> and I watched that first hard tackle go in and I watched them hit the deck and I'm and I'm waiting I'm, I'm watching for the facial reaction after this happens and I'm going and then I get up and you can see them kind of shaking their head and dusting it off a bit uh, and going Jesus right okay this is where we're at now is it and I love that I love that moment it's one of my, <laughs> one of my favorite things um outside players don't work uh, that not well not
1: in the numbers that Ireland. they got Arla though those not it you, you can have good players from the outside but you can't overload them in one season
0: yeah crazy crazy and it's not just that think about you're bringing in you know like Aladdin a is early 20s late teens and you brought you brought him in and you shoved him into a house or maybe he's on his house in a house on his own there wasn't there's not the supports around them I mean it's, you know to talk, it's a big town there's plenty happening in it but what Stevie O'Donnell did, and, I, and I've and i been saying this for a couple of years, he bought in the three Welsh lads. The Welsh lads knew each other. They came in together. They lived in a house around the corner. And that settles people. If you've got random people coming in, some that don't even speak English. One had to bring his bloody cousin with him just for a bit of company. Um, They're not going to be happy in their personal lives. They're not going to be happy, li- you know, living here. And if you can't be happy living, how the hell is that going to translate onto the pitch as well?
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, we'll talk. What What's your show called, by the way? You're meeting to get that out there as well, uh, Orla. <laughs> I
0: might get an extra two listeners. <laughs> um, it's called the Build Up. So just before the infamous John Murphy, um, who does the commentary for Dundalk FM, yeah. at Dundalk Games, I come on for about half an hour beforehand, and I just cover League of Ireland kind of uh, all the League of Ireland news and gossip everything that's happened at the club and I cover Women's National League as well and then show in a few good tunes that's
1: me and you got desperate a couple of times and got Nathan on as well so that's he was great
0: that was probably one of our best interviews we had a laugh we had (laughs) a laugh
2: I'm just shelby. I'm absolute shelby. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you're oh, no, 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 I'm serious <laughs> oh, We're just trying to curtail off you and get a couple of lists from Dundalk. Send <laughs> <laughs> them
1: your way. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, last night, Shamrock Rovers were in the Champions League playing Hibernian of Malta. 3 0 win, Nathan, for Shamrock Rovers. What did you see in the game? What did you make of the game?
2: I thought it was a perfect night for them, wasn't it? it? It really, really was. I couldn't have went any better at all. I think that this, what I've seen was one of the biggest, well, probably the biggest benefit of summer football. You now, we're talking about summer football in the League of Ireland. and everybody goes to the pitches and the facilities and things like that, but that's not the case. The pitches the facilities are facilities most all over the country. have been absolutely diabolical this season and seasons before that. But I think this is where we get a massive benefit of some of our football when we're playing sides uh, like Hibernians who are coming off a of season, down into the pre season now mm-hmm. uh, uh, with the, the multi league. And just the sharpness, what was 100% such a major difference for Sharmac Rovers, you know, we've seen um, the, Rona Finn open the scoring at the 25th minute, and then Dylan Watts uh, got second goal, about five minutes for uh, half time. Mm-hmm. Pretty much a carbon copy the two goals, weren't they? They were so similar. Uh, then Rory Gaffney, just about 4-10 or ten minutes ago, finished up with his uh, absolutely brilliant goal. I thought Gaffney obviously got man to match with his two assists and his goal was the main man on the night. Could have been sent off, couldn't he? There was a little bit of controversy surrounding him just a couple of minutes before his goal. He took a bit of a kick out from the one of the Hibernian lads. I thought it was a red. I don't know what you, was, what you was thought about it. um. But as well, just away from Gaffney, I thought Dylan Watts, for the time he was in the field as well, was absolutely brilliant. And it really couldn't have went better for them at all. I, I thought they were a really, really tough form last night, Sean McRover.
1: Yeah. um, Nathan's being kind when he said could have been sent off. He should have been sent I off, sure, shouldn't yeah. he? Early? And it was such a big stage at the game because they had an opportunity. They could have went 2-1 up. Uh, Gaffney could have got sent off and then he goes on, then it scores the third one. So from a two-one possibility to a three-nil, it's such a huge difference in, in the tie now.
0: Yeah, and I, I think it's not the same team that put in the complaint last year about the is this the same team that put the complaint in about the League of or the our Irish yeah, refs? We yeah, were all cause... kind of laughing because we were like, Yeah, well, we see this kind of crap deal week in, <laughs> week out, and he was complaining about get on with it. Um, I, I think actually Yeah, so they, they're they definitely not lads,
2: going to be like um... in Ireland after that. <laughs> oh, sorry to cut closure. So Dr. did have a couple of lads suspended for this game, didn't he? Hibernians, because of of the I forget how they were playing over the top of my head, but Rob Hennessy was the referee on that night and he had a whole host of players sent off, I think, an extra time. And so they're still missing lads for this game here. So um yeah, well,
1: welcome there, Wolves. Yeah, it be interesting. It well, was I a definite... It was
0: very a-
1: true, had it. Yeah, it, it's a yeah. definite sending off, wasn't it? Or definite, it should have been a definite sending off. He he said after the game it was an accident. Um, he may have been an accident to kick him in the face, but he meant to kick him because he had the ball in his hand. So he wasn't going for... He wasn't going to kick the football. So he got very, very lucky to, to stay on the pitch. Um, I wasn't... I think everyone was going mad about how Shamrock Rovers played. I would have been looking at Shamrock Rovers and how they played and I I thought they could have done better. A couple of things sprung to mind. I didn't think they were great in the final third. They kind of showed more in the second half. and They were off the pace. Hibernian were miles off the pace. Passing balls out of play in the first half. They were just miles off the pace. They got up to it a little bit in the second half. But in the final third, there seemed to be about... 20 passes before they thought maybe might cross the ball into the box. And I just didn't think that they, in the final third, without Jack Bourne, Jack Bourne just adds that little bit of guile around the, the in that kind of area where he looked for that forward pass. I thought they were just missing that a little bit. Uh, that might be hypercritical. But one of the biggest things that I thought was they gave away two huge opportunities when they're in an attacking position where one long ball over the top really caught them out flat at the back. And uh, they could have conceded a couple of goals. And when they go into the second round, which I think they will, Orla, the quality gets better, and you just can't give opportunities like that away.
0: I mean, it's Champions League, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's not, it's not the lower kind of European uh, leagues. Um, I mean, I'm not being uh, biased towards them, Doc, but Wovers are not a brilliant team. I mean, they're. And they haven't really any kind of much of a proven track record in Europe. Um, I don't. I think they will get past this tie. And uh, they're pay, They're going to play either a Slovakian or Lithuanian team. I think in the next uh, round. It's, it's
2: looking like, it like they, they're that? playing uh, Ludogrets from Bulgaria. They're they're two up now, coming oh. into the second leg. So that's a, that's a difficult tie, right?
0: Mm. Well, that's the end of the dream. They're there, then they won't get past Lutonets. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, I think there's there a bit a of government. hope in there now, Earl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, if, actually fairness, um, good I, I like.
1: If I like teams
0: uh... to do well. It's good. It's good for League of Ireland football that all the teams start doing better in Europe. It's just it's good for everybody. It has a good knock-on effect. Um, but yeah, I, I don't see them having it. To be honest with you, maybe. Uh, what about Derry? I think I think Derry. Might do something against
2: the Riga, though. I think it's actually a difficult tie, to be honest with you. With the, the, the Derry City tie, I actually think they might have the most difficult out of three sides that are playing this week. Um, just look at the squad that's there. It's shock full of internationals. Um all over, you know, a lot of, some of a lot our of.
0: cast offs are in that team. <laughs>
2: yeah, there is one, isn't there? The, the, the right one, back, yeah, uh,
0: Ravi Tarkovsky is not it.
2: Tukovskis. Yeah, yeah, he's off yeah. there now as well. I forgot all about that. you played them, didn't you, Zola? Uh, Riga FC, used play, yeah, was that was my team. last
0: European trip, if I remember correctly. And there was a lot of beer, so I don't really remember correctly. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I can, I can, I can give some advice if, if anyone's going over where it's good to go. Um, <laughs> yeah, they were decent but um, was that that was Vinnie Parrot's first European game? I think wasn't it? The I, I, way? It
2: was the the fourth qualification round. I think it was the two thousand nineteen. It was it was nil. Two thousand nineteen. Yeah. End up winning on penalties, so they could have been more decent. Yeah,
0: I was at that game. Um. Yeah and yeah, I think it was it was Vinny's first it was his first European yeah. game and I remember he he was uh, oh actually he was lovely he he just like sunk to the ground when he got when we got through and he had a call from who do you have a call from some Premier League manager maybe um. Maybe the chosen one, he got a call on his phone saying congratulations on getting through. And he was just like, I mean, it was it was massive. It was great for his family as well. It was actually a really, really ni- nice moment, a nice game, nice stadium and really fancy. Were they the ones that have like, they have big trumpeters and fire kings going off as well. We, we were all, all the than fans, were kind of sitting back going, like it was nearly kind of like a 4th of July, real American style kind of pageantry around the game. And we were all like going, Jesus, you'd never see this, in But <laughs> <laughs> It was good, yeah, nice. But um, they're all right. They're, I, I, I think. I thought maybe a draw with Derry at home, and then don't know. I'll see how they get on over there. I think Derry da- could. They could do it. I wouldn't write them off in
2: in fairness to Riga, they are coming in because uh, obviously the laughing side, they're, they're the same ourselves. themselves. They have some of football, a third on the table at the moment. Then like, They're nine points off the top, but they've only have one defeat in the last nine games. So, similar to Derry City, they picked themselves up a little bit now, haven't they? Since they came back from the break, it uh, seemed like they couldn't win a game for love nor money. But even on, on, on Friday night, coming back from really a really dramatic uh, 3 2 away win to Bohemians, the, the two sides seem to be coming in on great form. But Sligo are the same, you know, since Johnny Russell has taken over uh, five games on the trot now uh, without a defeat. So the, the two Irish sides that are going to be playing in the Europa Commons League. They'll be definitely coming in full of confidence.
1: Absolutely. And if, if you look at those two teams in 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 Europe, Derry and Sligo, it's, it's just about getting through Ireland as many rounds as you possibly can just to make sure that you're accumulating that money. Yeah, it's, it's a big thing, isn't it? I mean, they don't go into Europe yeah, to go yeah. on and, and and win the competition because that's not going to happen. Yeah. But they're going in there to get as far as you possibly can. And if that means it's the round before getting to the group stage, fair enough, that's what you need to do, isn't it? So um how have yeah. you looked at Derry City this year where, with all that's gone on? Because they're handing out big long-term contracts. They've given the manager a long-term contract. Um and we it, ran it off with a few
0: of our players. And ran off with a
1: few <laughs> of your players, yeah. Your your outcasts. How how do you how do you view them? Because they started off positive, had their little lull. Can you see them finishing positive or, or is it going to be that, that little bit of a struggle? Because they could have done with this European tie back in April.
0: Yeah, I was really scared. I mean, start starting to season, you know, everybody was like, oh, dairy, Derry, Derry's the trash, Derry's the trash. And then they started off great. And then it really just just fell apart. I think they're really underperforming. I've been really, really surprised how badly they were. And I don't, for no particular reason, you can't really look at it and go, OK, you know, there's nothing kind of standing out where you think. Just just one of those things. Got too blown up, maybe. <laughs> and then, um well, they're only one pint sitting behind us. We do you know, we we trip up over one thing and they're 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 jumping over us as well. So um they're there and there. But it's a really great guy, great manager. Yeah. You know, I mean? I mean the money's got into the club. It you know whatever. It does come down to money. You need the money behind mm. the clubs. You don't want to be the club that's struggling to pay their electricity bill, which is nearly all League of Ireland clubs at one point, you know. Yeah. Um, But the money's in, so they've been able to, you know, tempt people across the border and away from their true homes in Dundalk. <laughs> <laughs> now um, we starting
2: to sound bitter, all right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know, I mean, like Michael Duffy and Fats, I mean, just... Yeah unbelievable pairs them um, great guys and always happy with now ne- i'd never you would ne- never run them down for for moving back home no
1: they've been great great um, servants and in fairness um to yeah, Dundalk. The
0: club and you know they're doing what they gotta do and uh, they haven't made a massive impact anyway so
1: <laughs> it was actually, actually Shane for Duffy,
0: wasn't it? it he was only, like, he
2: was only there a couple of weeks, and there was such a bad injury that he picked up, and he he only arrived. Like there was, there was a spell there where yeah. like Duffy and Kieran Harkin who's probably not being bad. It's probably a big miss to, to Derry City. He's been at Derry City for a couple of years now. When he's a, a week in, week out sort of guy in, in the starting eleven for Derry. So it, there was a stage early on in the season where they they just could not stop picking up these really bad long term injuries to Key key players yeah.
0: like Michael Duffy. Yeah, yeah, that's probably one. That's probably the biggest thing, really, that you'd say that they haven't been really been kind of flying away with the league, but they're there. Yeah, turn around. Yeah, I suppose that's another factor that's going to turn it into a interesting second half of the season. Just seeing can they get get a bit of momentum going and just you know kind of steady the ship again. You you know they're not far off. You know, and they're not going to on the top door either. So.
1: No, I think a successful season well. for them is definitely just getting that European football again for next year. And because it's a long term thing they will be looking to build on to what they do this year next year and uh, again more money in the club more decent players probably a bit like Shamrock Rovers took a long time for Shamrock Rovers to build up the squad that they have you don't just build it up overnight no matter how much money you have so um, yeah I can see Derry being something similar as well and you want to see a bit of youth come through as well because that's the biggest thing you can't afford to keep buying players in you need to be able to bring players through and you can see Shamrock Rovers starting to do that as well so uh, it'll be very very interesting. Okay. Um, we, we talked about Nathan Sligo. Talk about Derry. Give us your predictions. They, obviously, they have two legs to get through. Do they get through?
2: Um, Sligo do. Yeah. Sligo get through. Um, I think Derry will struggle. I really do. I think they'll str- They won't be a completely whitewashed over, uh, but I think Derry City will struggle. Yeah. Now, if Sligo don't get through, it was just same last year. Remember they played the, the side, the Icelandic sides, and they were expected to get through. and somehow made an enough two balls with. I think we're in the similar situation <laughs> here. They have a tie. If they if they win this tie, they have a big tie against their motherwell. So it's definitely something to play for there, isn't it? You'd imagine there be well, it's gonna be a busy house anyway in the showgrounds when the European games come to town. But a game against motherwell. sort of sells itself sell really. So mm. yeah, yeah, you'd expect them to get through. Derby uh, okay. City not so much.
1: All right, so okay, we'll, we'll leave that one there. Uh, we've had a few transfers, earlier this week. Um, what do you make of Danny Mandrew leaving to go to Lincoln? Obviously. We had Stephen Bradley, who was linked with the job. Then, obviously, they wanted a little bit of Irish in them, so they decided to get Mark Kennedy in. And now that it can't get enough of the Irish, and they must be going to have some session now next Paddy's Day because Danny Mandrew, or Mandreu, we should say, has uh, made the move or is just about to make the move. Uh, Is this a good move for them? I believe it was about 30,000, so probably because the contract's nearly run up, but uh, is it a good move for Danny?
0: I mean, I suppose the talking point is about the money. That's what people haven't been talking about. Him going to every league of Ireland, they're talking about the thirty thousand and why is it so low? And you know, near the end of the contract, and I think they're picking up a bargain. But he is—he is injured, isn't he, at the moment?
2: Yeah, a bit of an ankle knock. Yeah,
0: yeah, a bit of an Um It's not a lot of money, is it? No, you know. No for going no, across but... the water i think it's it's a bit it's only five and months on his contract something... though so there's
1: not a lot of there's, there's there's not a lot to buy there if you know what i mean yeah
0: but you're buying the man. You're buying the player. <laughs> Give us up, God's sake! You yeah, know, um, there was a there was a, a team, some European team. I can't remember, was a German or someone that were put off because the figure was so low. They thought there must be something wrong with them. You <laughs> read that uh, when the journalists had that up? Um I don't know. What do you What do you guys think? Do you think it's a good move?
1: Go on, Nathan. I let you go.
2: Um. I think the 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 price, even though it's only five months left in his deal, I get one of the best players in the league. You know, with the when he
1: is he though, Nathan. That's a good question. Yeah, is he is one he of the best did. players in yeah, the league? Yeah, and boy, and boy is, is his, he one position. of the best players in the league?
2: In his position, I wouldn't throw me dump into everybody. But of course, even when he went to Bohemians to Shamrock Rovers, I think was the start of the twenty twenty one season. Even that that move was for twenty thousand. So there's not much of a build up from, from from that move to the movies on now. I find him fairly... I, I think he's quite versatile across, especially in Deshaun Rovers midfields. Um, I thought when he did come in, he would have been in instant replacement for Jack Bourne. He's for sure, he seemed to struggle a little bit, didn't he? But I, I think this season, the impact that he mm. had in a lot of games, and when you see him now, he's been out with this knock for a couple of weeks. I think the effect that he has when he's missing sort of says a lot. Um, yeah, but I, I think it's extremely low. For one of the best players in that position within the league
1: itself, okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there's something in the contract that we don't know about, um, especially if it comes into the final se- final half Are of, of the season. You're suggesting
0: some sort of brown envelope on the go here, absolutely well, that would not. not absolutely not. Exactly. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not.
1: They, I'm fairly sure that they, they wouldn't let him go unless there was a reason why. Chamacrover seemed to be more on the ball. Uh, with with these kind of things lately, so there must have been something in the contract, or something along them lines, where because they know well that preseason starts over in England during the summer, halfway through the season of the League of Ireland, there must have been some stipulation. I couldn't see why Shamrock Rovers wouldn't say listen if you want their man you're going to have to pay a hundred grand because we've a half year left and he's going to do a job for us so there has to be something there it just doesn't make it doesn't make sense uh, for Shamrock Rovers to do that I couldn't see it um, OK uh, listen Arlet, you comment on that is he one of the best players that the league has at the moment? Uh.
0: I mean, he's upper. He's not. He's not in the lower echelons of of players. He, he, he's definitely one that stands out. He's definitely one that when you go to play against them, you're 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 kind of watching. Um, I I thought he was good at bows. Um, yeah, it did take him a while to establish himself a wee bit at Rovers, but um, he he he's someone that impacts the game, I think, and I think he helps those around him kind of create chances as well. I think he lets them be kind of. You know, a more attacking. He, 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 when I think of him, I always think of like he's, he's he's a real strong player. You know, he has that great strength and, um, yeah. I, I mean, he's definitely gonna be missed out of the dressing room there as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, he's done good things for them it, it, there was always the question it's a bit like Gerrard and Lampard could uh, Jack Bourne and Mandreu play in the same team together uh, they, they're similar positions and of course you have Graeme Burke. so Nathan it's, it, they, they probably needed to get rid of one of them in all fairness
2: Richie Towell, Dylan Watts Gary O'Neill he could keep, well in fairness to Gary O'Neill like I said before he's probably the only one that's guaranteed the starting position because he's the only one that can fucking play the whole of midfield yeah. <laughs> all, all the midfielders that they have there um, yeah it's just strange though isn't it maybe they could they were offloading one of them I think the timing of it is weird they're just coming into this European run now and if they get through uh, you're expecting to get through now the second leg against Hibernians the worst case scenario for them is that they're going to get to a playoff in the Europa, Europa Conference League uh, for the group stages, so there's still a couple of European games that come mm. from them. He's only 23 as well. You, you, you people forget that he has been around a, a while now. Mm. He still hasn't yeah. quite hit his yeah, he hasn't really hit his prime just yet, you know. So I'm really am struggling to understand this uh, this low fee, but. Yeah, it's a, it's a good problem to have though for overs, isn't it? To be try fitting um, some of the biggest names in the league and and all I know is all about Richie Towell as well. And that's someone that's, that's I, I was just gonna really say, coming bad, into Europe, looking. I mean
0: Richie's your man. He's like, yeah. you know, he's a wealth of European experience. I definitely be, I definitely have him in the mix for European games big time.
1: After, we, we'll he's be, he's be he's looking <laughs> yeah we'll be looking at uh, D- Mandreo and of uh, G- course any Irish player that goes away we want them to do really really well so Lincoln will have more Irish views than they've ever had in their life this year so it'll be really interesting to see uh, Nathan Dara yeah, where, is <laughs> where is Lincoln where is Lincoln it's America <laughs> isn't it near Abraham <laughs> um, Dara Burns is uh, on the move as well he is uh, he's decided to make a, a move away
2: he has, but this one is in speculation. This one's science sealed, delivered. It was announced um, that he's going to MK Don's, League One side of MK Don's. It was announced on both St. Pat's MK Don's uh, social media pages Anyway, Don's manager Liam Manning was over at Richmond Park a couple of times over the past, past few weeks uh, scouting him out personally. He even made his debut. He's, he's already played for MK Don's uh, 45 minutes in a, in a recent friendly game. By all accounts he was bleeding deadly which is great to hear. Best of luck to Darren. <laughs> uh, again, you know, another young lad only 19. I haven't quite seen the figures yet. I don't know if any of you still can help me out but I've seen it was in it was a 6 on figure anyway which is a bit more promising. Uh, if, if I. <laughs> What was the I seen what, but I don't really want to shout it out because it's not, I, I forget where i seen it, but anyway, we'll do it anyway. And anyway, we guess still, do doesn't matter, Royce, Royce, sort Uh I think it was a hundred and hundred and eighty was the fee that i was seen being knocked around somewhere, but look, pinch of salt, a heap of salt, hate that with, we, uh, we don't know if it's true or not, but if it is, that's more of the. It's more of the ballpark you want to be in. It's probably still a little bit low for. Is such a talented player that's been playing week in, week out now for a good season and a half for St. Pat's and has, has proved that, you know, he's there. He's what he made. It's, I made of 20 appearances this, this season and has been consistent enough in his performances. Um, but yeah, just best of luck to him again, isn't it? There's not really much you can just, no, no way you're going to knock these moves going over. Uh, it's great to see so many young Irish talent. Uh, Holland, getting their moves abroad, um, whether that be the lads that are under 18 that now have to go to like Italy, France, the, Holland, wherever it may be. Are these, are these lads now, like um, Andrea and Bones, that they have that bit of extra season on them, on, on them now, don't they? Mm. We'd imagine if Brexit uh, wasn't a thing and they could just move to England at, at 16 uh, years of age they're not quite ready. Both of these lads we're talking about now have played a lot of uh, League of Ireland football and some have even played European football. So it's going to fare them better when they get these moves abroad.
1: Absolutely. Are they going to miss them, Nathan?
2: Yeah, I think they will miss them. Uh, I think they're... Pat's squad this season is really short. They signed one or two and I'm going to have to sign more now in the off-season. But look, a young lad, a young talent like Darryl, you really are going to miss him. You might have to move maybe Billy King back out to the wings. It's not really work for him in a number 10 position. Uh could be an opportunity to see like Ben McCormick put himself into the midfield a bit more. Another good young talent at St Pat's, but yeah, there's no doubt about it. They're going to miss David this season, big
1: time. Arla, uh, what have you made of St Pat's this year? Uh, again, I suppose they're they're, they're twisted. Bitter. <laughs> <laughs> are they are they the are they the spores of of the league of Ireland? I, I was thinking they're going to reach the top, but very rarely get there.
0: Thank you. <laughs> I, I really like that. It's probably they're probably one of my favourite Dublin teams. That's because be they're not a threat, Ireland. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we were always beating them. It was a nice drive up. It was an hour. You got really good parking outside. Straight in with the kids. The chips were decent. You're not sitting really, really back. You're you're kind of on the pitch when you're in your seats. Yeah, um, and we always came room. away with a win. So yeah, it, there's been a lot to love. It. <laughs>
2: it's going to kill me. Really um, selling, really selling uh, the clubs Potential,
0: um. Uh, I really recommend it for that. Um, <laughs> I mean, know, losing Stevie was a massive blow to his bush. I mean, and things could have really kind of went pear shaped, couldn't they? But I think he's a really held your own. It's, 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 it's been quite impressive. Um, good new manager in, um, and y- yeah, I, I, I think. Um, Does the manager
1: need time, Marla?
0: Not if he's deep, not not one that spent a bit of time around League of Ireland. If you if you've been around kind of around the houses, you don't. Um, he's a good manager. Um, and he's he's held, Is he getting held, the most out of held, the
1: team then, Orles? That, that's probably more of the question.
0: Yeah, I think maybe your squad needs a bit of strengthening up. Um but uh, yeah I mean just some good signings, I think and you could see maybe some better better results for them kind of going forward Pats will never be down the bottom you know nah, maybe they they'll get off the top who knows but um they're, there, they're, really. they're not a, they're not an easy team to play um then they, they never have been but it's always been a nice it's always been a really kind of fair and kind of balanced game you know I I, I also enjoyed watching the Pats game to be honest
1: yeah I think it's probably Nathan, when you look at Pats and I'll let you have your say on it before we move on um they they've just let probably too many of their sort of better quality players go and yeah. haven't replaced them and just players win your games and players yeah. win your win your titles and when they have that quality.
2: You can just go back to the spine of the team, even a cup final day, actually. Great example like Vitus Labiarra as a goalkeeper's gone, Paddy Barrett's out with a long term injury, Lee Desmond's gone, James Abankwitch was left, he's gone over to Udinese, Robbie Benson's gone back up uh, to Dundalk, even like Sam Bowen, John Moutony, lads that are that, what you know, utility players more than nothing else, but really good standard of players. These have all left in the off season, so you can't lose that many players and, of course, lo- lose the top manager, which is what Steve O'Donnell is. Uh, so close to see. I think people tend to forget that, that oh, Stephen O'Donnell leaving and going to the pass and Tim Clancy coming in. It really didn't leave him with a lot of wiggle room in terms of, you know, a lengthy preseason and bringing the right sort of players in. I think there's still players there that might be technically Stephen O'Donnell players that he might have even science expecting you know to be there with this season in the Pat's hot seat so it's going to take I, I think it will I do get Jermaine all of that though An experienced manager around the league like him that has been successful and won the fourth division and he really said this ship I dropped in the last year I still think you need to give him mm-hmm. at least a good season to really get his teeth into this job I think again people forget that mm-hmm. Stephen O'Donnell after his first even even after his first year in the job people are calling for his head because of similar issues to what him is going through now, so I, I really do. I don't see any sense in getting rid of him uh, in the next year or so. He's uh, definitely just been some issues there with him in terms of just you look at them with some decision making, substitutions, change of formations. They do have to fall on the manager as well, but they don't. They don't justify getting rid of him to me.
1: Yeah, and uh, they will have a, a a winter there where they can get players in and build on to that. And that's really where all these teams are. You, you need to build a good squad together over that pre-season, especially, especially the likes of, of of Pats. If they want to cha- challenge, you know they're going to be in and around the European spots, but if they, if, if they want to make it comfortably, but if they want to actually put a challenge in. Like last year, I think, Nathan, if Stephen O'Donnell was in that position, it's a different season this year.
2: Yeah, yeah, like if Stephen was still a pass yeah. this year, I, I think so. Yeah, I think they'd be really pushing this year, especially with the uh, They would have been going through that long that term change. With the, the foundation would have been there with Stephen, and the building blocks would have been set. I think that they really would have been. I you know they, they finished up second last year, but they, they didn't push Shamrock Rovers at all yeah. last year. They just finished second more so in position than anything else. It wasn't even. It never really looked too close, um, to, to really win it. But yeah, mm-hmm. I I think they would have been serious contender. I think they would be with Dundalk are this year, really on the tails of of Shamrock Rovers, and I do think that's what the Dundalk are. Yeah, the, the most viable trip.
1: Yeah, I see why you're bitter now. All right, yeah. Okay. Uh, All <laughs> <laughs> we'll, right, we'll finish with the last one. Owen toll is uh, looks like he could be going to Bolton. What do you make of Owen? Yeah, it's a big move. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a
0: great move. Um, it'll be huge. He's Derry captain, isn't he? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be a huge it's gonna be a huge loss for your losing your captain for any time is massive. I mean, it's because they're not only there because of what they bring in the pitch, they're there of how they, they keep the dressing room together and you know it's not just about them, it's about the relationships everyone else in the dressing room is gonna be, you know, having with them and then who steps into in, into that. But I suppose Rory's good enough of being able to and young enough to be able to kind of pull people together anyway. Um good move, I would have thought for him.
1: And what about Derry City? Because they seem to be hanging on to a, a good few players, uh, as we said, recruiting fairly well. I suppose the plus p- point of being summer football is when European games comes in, you've got a, l- a whole load of games under your belt, and it can it can help you through. But the 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 negative, yeah. I suppose, is that your team can be decimated from clubs who were in their transfer window, and if if anyone's shining, just like like, like on like Dara, like Danny. Your team can be decimated with just a couple of players being taken out of your squad.
0: That's happened, seem to be more this season. It mm. hasn't been hasn't been a massive factor in other seasons, has it? I don't see in other seasons. Season. We're getting better. <laughs> 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 Nobody wanted us. Um, yeah, it just and maybe that's what we're going to be dealing with going forward. Maybe that's going to be more more of a thing. You know, um, but it hasn't. I, I, I don't remember it being a big factor up to this. Do you?
1: Nathan, do you remember many players being taken away during the summer?
2: There always would have been, but yeah, not to this extent. Where it's really getting cherry picked, isn't it? To, to top, yeah. you know, top young players as well. Like we would have seen, it just top my head, uh, like Owen Doyle when he went abroad, he would have been in the league a few years at that stage, where we're really starting to see it. Like like we're like saying, uh, Owen Doyle, uh, Towell, sorry, is a uh, dairy captain, but he's only twenty three he's still really, really young to be a club to be a club captain on such a such a big side, so um, yeah, it's, it, it's a shame for the league, you know, if you want these young lads to be future stars and future prospects and, you know, attractions to the league, but you can't be good at moving on, you know, uh, going on to you not know, only bigger wages and bigger paydays, but I like, I've seen actually just something now just talking about, these three lads going to League One clubs, and a lot of people, you know, some people are giving out that, oh, the standard might be similar or might be the same, but you can compare the facilities in terms of training facilities and day in, day out, like nutritionist and physio facilities that the club have that we just don't have in abundance here uh, in our own league. So they, these are the things that make the bigger difference
1: yeah that's fair it's a, it's a stepping stone if they have to have ambition you're looking to you're looking to go to the professional leagues across either Europe or, or the or, or, I can totally understand that if you don't give it a shot you're going to be kicking yourself as as you go on I read a thing there the other day funny enough where Roy Keane was kicking himself for not going to Real Madrid he said he he, he, he turned him down but for he said he, he his family wouldn't be there he said he actually thought he was a little bit fearful that uh, that he he, he would acclimatise and stuff like that so it's one of his regrets so if Roy Keane has regrets in his career you can see why the likes of these lads are are making sure that they get across and and give themselves every chance okay Uh, Nathan you have a fan question
2: we do, yeah. The main man is back. Kevin Sheridan, fair play. You are keeping this segment going, mate. Uh, be a legend like Kev, lads. Get these
1: questions
2: up <laughs> on social media. All right, uh, Nathan Doyle. Any social media that I have, get get me on that. That's how Kevin gets getting the in. Kevin has the main access now, and he just <laughs> he, he knows how to get me. Um, he actually touched on he, he uh, all. Of, this is a guy that sends questions regularly. For instance, He likes the show. We we love to hear it. Uh, we were talking about the, I don't know if you've seen all of the Paddy Power League of Oil and Mascot race. Did, did you see, did you hear about what, got it's, it's a yearly race that we get, you know, past and present. They League dress of up and but run. They dress up, guys, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. And they do Does a it race. Every, yeah, uh, on Saturday. And they do a um, race every year to, and raise money for charity. And the winner of this year's was actually Frank the Mascot, who's the official Paddy Power uh, League of Oil and Mascot.
1: Fake. So.
2: T- six, fix, really six. Really. <laughs> I, I, I sat down like a saddle and watched it. Uh, oh, yeah, it's hilarious. Go. Oh, I, he, I want to see him. He, he, there's still people like running that race, I'd say, because he stomped at home. Anyway, Dude, didn't, the
1: did he didn't uh, unveil himself, did he? There wasn't yeah, you I saying bolt no, or something no. under there. Yeah, I was just, oh, I was just yeah. gonna
2: ask. <laughs> oh, no, a bit of a, I mean, into about it, you know, you have to keep, keep yourself covered. You can't let the fan go to your head. So backing off this, uh, Kevin has asked, what's your favourite uh, forgotten League of Ireland or otherwise football mascots?
1: Oh, Jesus. Uh, first of all, <laughs> the fella I picked... I don't know I'm very okay was... with the mascots, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. The Finn Harps fella finished second, didn't he?
2: Oh, Harper Harp the dog
1: Harper didn't he I think he that's finished he had, second had, he? Yeah I had him Yeah oh, I was going, going For two in a row
0: mind Was the Finn Harps guy
1: Yeah Yeah He uh, was
0: had a panda Didn't he For like, like two
2: months Or something We have Lily it? the panda Lily the yeah, panda Yeah we have yeah, Lily the yeah. panda
0: I haven't seen Lily in a while To be honest I hope she's okay
2: um... <laughs> <laughs> I think she might not be I have, um, I have a close contact of mine uh, I won't reveal who they are That runs uh, a Twitter page Called uh, The Ghost of Lily the Panda so I don't think Lily.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all oh right, no, poor Lily. Happened, Lily? Poor Lily. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye <laughs> out for Lily. But
0: he's not out running races, I see. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: What was the the wolfhound? What was the name of the wolfhound for the Irish national side back in '88? Do you remember him?
2: He ran as well. On Did he run? That's the one. Yeah, uh, was it Mac Michael or Mac? Uh,
1: like I'm gonna Google that us. now while you're talking. There, I'll have to Google that. I can't think what his name is. Uh, Nathan, who have you got in mind?
2: First of all, I'm too old to have a favorite mascot. Like, gee, like, like how many age of twelve? Like, I cannot have a favorite
1: mascot.
2: Uh, we had Paddy the Panther. That was our guy uh, because we were sponsored by Paddy Power. It's actually a very Paddy Power heavy fans question segment. But well, yeah, we are fans sponsored by Paddy Power uh, many minutes ago. <laughs> so Paddy the Panda, knocked it out. I know now and we're living in Sligo, they had another one, uh, Benny the Bull.
0: I, I know the- what happened, Lily. Lily, now she's run off with your, with your panda. The two of them are <laughs> yeah. all having panda baby. so far. Living the best lives.
2: Living out in the west of Ireland somewhere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and to follow up on that one, uh, Kevin also threw in a second question saying, Do you think being a mascot is the most tankless job in football?
1: Oh, it would have to be, wouldn't it? it? You have to, you have to wonder who that person is every Saturday. They could be sitting there watching the game, but they're dancing around. I don't know, sliding around. It doesn't. I, I can never pitch. There must be sixty-year-olds or seventy-year-olds who've just gone fuck it. You know, life's (laughs) nearly over. Let's just do it because it's, it's, it's
0: not lollipop man by day.
1: Yeah, like if you yeah. have teenage kids, surely they wouldn't be letting you do that. You know, there's no way the embarrassment for those <laughs> kids, you know, so uh I, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm looking here. Opal found. That can't be right back in 88. Opal Wolf- Wolfhound? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Was it the car? No, it yeah, because they used to sponsor Ireland back back in oh, in, okay. in that day. Uh do you remember... And not the, not you a lot don't. of
0: thought to put into that name, obviously.
1: No, no, no. Oh, no. A lot of money, though. No, a lot of money. <laughs> um I think there was... Was there Chow? Do you remember Chow, Arla? What, Arla, you, you, are you of my, uh, of my vintage? Uh, when 19- I'm older, to be honest with you. <laughs> the 1990
0: World Cup. Chow was... I know the- it's the dark
1: lighting here in the back. <laughs> <laughs> um Chow was the kind of mascot for the Italian 90 World Cup. He was kind of like a, a brick stick man and he had a football head, uh, but he used to come on when they scored goals, he used to come on and do celebrations across the screen, sliding across the screen and all that sort of stuff. So that was yeah. kind of one of the first digital uh, mascots. That's the last one. That's the only one. Uh, there, I, I, is there a relevance? Is there a need for mascots?
2: I don't know. some of them, like remember, well, going why not? We're was trying class- to attract
0: more families to League of Ireland, and you know, make it a better day out. And I'm all for you know promoting League. I tell I, you know, if I'd meet women or whatever, maybe they're single moms. Or whatever, I say, like, get up to Oriel Park, go bring your son up, you know, bring your kids up. It's a great day out, and um I'd like to see more families go. And you're probably thinking, Jesus, the heads, the words coming out of the shed. No family would want to go, but. um, <laughs> I I love. I live close to Oriel. I walk up. I take all my kids up, and I have a lot of kids, <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, and one's in a wheelchair, and we, we walk up, and I love it. I, I put on the scarf, and my weak girl, she's special needs, you know, and she 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 knows. I lift up her purple trousers, her waterproof trousers. She throws herself down on the sofa, puts the legs up and get, get ready to go. And if I go slowly on the way into Oriel Park, she goes absolutely buck mad. She's non-verbal and stuff like that. But she just goes nuts. <laughs> get me in. And it's the only thing she will sit for is in oriel we're along the on the ground there beside the dugouts and she will sit for the you know hour and a half or two hours that were there and there's not one other thing in this world that she would sit and watch and stay in the space for an hour and a half and two hours so i mean it's an amazing family day i don't know why i started this <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: that's, that's brilliant like we've we this where this start? <laughs> We always thought about this all, like, how do you make the live more attractive to your young families and young kids and and couples? Yeah, so stuff like that. into a night out itself. So I tell you what, if that's a reason, to bring, that's the best reason I've ever heard to bring back Lily the Panda. She needs to get herself <laughs> out of West Boyland. <laughs> maybe maybe it's a maybe it's a
1: penguin next if the panda's gone missing maybe it's need to go penguins so we, we, we'll find out anyway it's probably cool enough up that way anyhow okay listen we're gonna have to leave it there we're miles over uh, the, the length of time uh, we'll blame uh, Arla there yapping on uh, Arla it's been an absolute pleasure having you on uh, what days are you on Dundalk FM.
0: I am on before every game, every League of Ireland, Friday or whatever other day. So um, from 7 after 7pm on Dundalk FM and it's online as well. If you're not in the area, if you're not in the 042.
1: Brilliant. Uh, Arla, it's been a pleasure. Nathan, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Um, and we will talk again next week. And whoever has been listening, don't forget to subscribe and don't forget to listen to the podcast. We're on all the podcasts. So Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, blah, 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 blah. We're, we're there. So don't forget to have a little listen. See you next week.